Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. What are you grinning about over there? <laughs> anyway, well, today... It's going to be a good day. We're going <laughs> to... I'm really kind of nervous all of a sudden. We're, we're going to be smoking another selection from the July My Monthly Cigars box. We're breaking out the Nacho Libre. It's the Nika Libre Sun Grown. It's a 6x60 Gordo <laughs> featuring a Habano Sun Grown wrapper, Habano Binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And uh, yeah, as I said, this little guy comes to us from the uh, July My Monthly Cigars box. I believe from reading the band, it's a Sun Grown. It, it's literally part of the name, buddy. It's the Nika Libre Sunground. Let me get mine out of the cellophane. I, I actually will admit I have to do the same. I okay. was unprepared prior to the start, so yes, yeah, so we'll get that out of the cellophane there. Now it is a box press. I am a little, a little irritated with that, but you know, okay, I'm good. Nick, go ahead. You, come on, you can stop now. I'm not doing it. You're doing it now. He's, guys, he's making it look no, like it's going no, longer no, no, on no. my end, but it's you, actually it him. It is all you. You sack. There's no way people know the difference. It is Why are you doing this? <laughs> you son of a oh bitch. Oh, my God, Nick. I stop. know what you're doing. Oh, stop Nick. it, Jeff. Come on. This is all you. I gave up like this. 15 seconds Dude, ago. This is all you. All you. 100% you. Nick. Jeff, stop it. Okay, he stopped. Oh, oh thank God. I'm gonna beat that. That's obnoxious. I'm gonna beat the hell out Why of you, man. Why do you do it that way? It's bad enough when I, I do it. You don't have to do help me. That. That, w- that was all you. <sighs> oh, everyone a, knows it wasn't. You're a tricky jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you are a tricky jerk here. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, why don't we go ahead and prep the cigar so we can get it going, and then we can. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there at Riverman, he's uh, Dan Dan the Cigar Man. He's got all the cigars that you'll need for your summertime activities. Been over there recently, and he's got a great selection of all the cigars from JRE Tobacco, the Aladinos and everything else. In honor of the mobile studio here. Exactly. And then uh, he has a Nice, good, big selection of Perdomos, and yeah, he's got a healthy Perdomo. Yeah, he does. Line. He does. That's for but sure. But then he's also got all the Martinez cigars and a bunch of other exclusives and things like that. So, like, guys, I'm telling you, you're gonna want to swing by Dan Ponder over at Riverman Company. Riverman Company. R- Let me. Did you have a stroke? I did actually. You're gonna want to swing by. Let me get you an aspirin. You're gonna want to swing by and check out Riverman Cigar Company. Maybe you're go- dehydrated. Really? This is how this is how I end up with a shit ton. If of I let to you do. move on, everyone in the audience would be disappointed. Oh, and oh, oh, they're calling the ambulance for you. There's the fire whistle. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> see what is that? Actually, that's the fire whistle. I thought that was Columbia that had the fire whistle. We have a fire whistle. It's Waterloo. Waterloo has a fire whistle. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Now, why it's going off right now is suspect. I mean, probably a fire. Well, but I don't. I didn't think they set it off for fires anymore. I thought it was only for storms. But you said the storm passed by. That's what I thought. Yeah. Unless we're about to get pounded, guys. If we suddenly just end, well, it's because it we, was a tornado. It, it was a tornado. Yeah. that just popped up out of nowhere. Anyway, um. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. <laughs> Seriously, you're going to want to go by and I say hi to Dan. I wondered if you were going to circle you're back. You're going to want to go by and say hi to Dan. Check out that 1,500-square-foot covered patio out front. Check out the humidor. Say hi to Dan and Miss Cindy and Little John, as Jeff has started Little John. And, uh, and, and, you know, Jane and all the rest. And, guys, if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you want to support a really awesome brick-and-mortar shop, and you don't have your own brick-and-mortar shop, Give Dan a call. He can do mail order, and he can get a box of cigars sent to you right away. So with that... You know, Dan's sitting over there right now in the lounge thinking, I paid them for this? I know, right? Yeah. Anyway. Well, we you, appreciate it. You keep derailing me. Everything's going fine. And then you keep derailing me. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. So, I'm okay. going to be cut. I was going to say, it is a 6x60... 
box pressed here. So I will also be V cutting and uh, get that guy going there. Okay. Warm in the sun. Cold draw. Okay. Cold draw. You ready? Mm-hmm. What do you get? Because mm. I get something, and it's weird. It's specific, but I'm not. What are you getting? I'm getting lighter fluid. Uh, I'm not getting that. I'm getting a petrol taste. <laughs> I am not getting Straight that. Right up. What's on your fingers there, buddy? Because I'm not getting that at all. Wendy's. Oh, that's, yeah. We had Wendy's for lunch. Jeff had all the Wendy's for lunch. Um, I had two double stacks, you sack. And a large fry and a large chili. I couldn't eat the fries. They're not They're not like they used to be. They're not as good. I agree. Yeah. Wendy's changed their fries a number of years ago, and they're not as good. I forgot. I yeah. was really disappointed. I don't remember. But yeah, my chili's still sitting I don't there. remember who it was that... Um, Let me try it one more time. Yeah. But I don't remember when that was that that happened. But I, I completely agree it was. That is the weirdest thing, dude. I am getting straight up lighter fluid on the cold draw. How is that even a thing? It's kind of earthy, kind of musty. I'm not getting lighter fluid, though. I'm getting a lighter fluid on my cigar. I've never had that before. All right. Well, and I'm it's, get- you know, you know, that smell like when you fill up like a uh, like a Zippo. Yeah. That smell is what I, I'm tasting. I don't get that, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't get that, but I'm going to light my cigar now. You didn't do the cold retro. No, I didn't, because I didn't want to get lighter fluid. Now, the cold retro is more of a like musty raisin. Maybe that's what I was getting on the cold draw there. That you'd know sound, if you did the sound, cold retro. That sounds know. about right. Kind of a musty, earthy, sweet kind of, yeah. That actually sounds about right. Yeah, but the, the taste... To the palate on the cold draw for me is just straight up kerosene, like lighter fluid. Okay, then. Wow. It didn't soak mine in that before you gave it to me, so it like whooshes in my face here in a second, did you? You're the one who picked out the bags from the box and handed me the specific bag, so how would I have known which one to soak and which one That is true. I picked out the Nacho Libre. I was going to say, and you picked out the cigar for today, too. So yeah, this is the Nacho Libre. It's the Nico Libre. Nico Libre. Nacho? Nika. Nacho. Nika. Nacho. Anyway. Okay. The point is, uh, yeah, I would have had no way of knowing, you know, how to uh how to how to make sure that you got the petrol soaked. That's so weird. I'm telling you, dude, it's it, you might if you anybody might, else you out might want there, to see a doctor because really if anybody else out there is a my monthly cigar smoker and you have not smoked the nacho mm. Nico Libre Sun Okay. Let me know what you get on the cold draw, and let me know if you're getting that kerosene, like, lighter fluid smell. Dude, that's a horrible, like, thing, though. Nobody, who wants that? I'm just saying, that's what I got. But I'm just saying, that's, like, kind of, you're <clears throat> shitting on the cigar, like, right out the gate. I'm actually like. Well, do you want it. me to lie about what it tastes like? Well, no, but I'm just saying, like. Because it sounds like you want me to lie well, about no, it. Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, be careful with those descriptives, you know? I mean, I'm not getting that. I, I don't owe them anything. I'm just saying, I'm not getting that. That's what I got. Seems to me like. It, it was distinct. No. Yeah. How much gas do you eat or drink on a regular basis? Sometimes I have to, you know, do a little siphoning. Mm-hmm. You get it in your mouth. It does happen. Is that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of things going on, what? which I guess we weren't. What? But, yeah. No. So, Nick bought a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a man's skirt. It's a kilt. It's an authentic kilt. A mert. It's a kilt. It's a man's skirt. No, nope, it's a kilt. It's for fighting. Battling. Yeah, like you're fighting and battling. I mean, I might be. <coughs> hey, Are you, know you free balling in that thing? I've only worn it the one time. I got it the other day and it, you know, I had to hey, try it. I'm not it. joking, I had folks. To try he, it on really, size. he really bought a kilt. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's black and got this kind of charcoal gray color, you know, that way. Uh, I, I, I did, think I the didn't internet's go for the red or the green, you know. We're crying out for that on the socials. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think that picture should get posted. Maybe. I don't know. You posted a picture of me eating salad drunk off my ass. You can put yourself in the skirt up. This is true. And it's not a skirt. It's a kilt. <laughs> Look, this all started one day. Yeah, when... what is your obsession with the skirt? No, it's not a skirt. It's a kilt. 
This all started one day when you and I were talking, and I made the comment that it was just stupid hot out. Yes. Just stupid hot. It was It was earlier this year when it was just really, When it really wasn't hot. even really hot like it is now. Well, no, it was hot that day, dude. It was like stupid humid hot. And I made the joke about how I think kilts ought to make a comeback as an appropriate and accepted fashion um, you really did. accessory for men. Yep. Because we should be allowed to be breezy and free as well. And <laughs> God, you joked with me enough to the point that I a, joked you into buying a one. little seed planted in my head. Oh, God. And I did a lot of research. For the I record, I've never planted of, any seed in Nick. I did a lot of research. I did a lot of online looking around. I did a lot of other things. Size charts. I did some measuring, <laughs> you know, on myself God. to figure out what the appropriate size kilt would be. <coughs> did and you measure your inseam? No, you don't need to. You got to measure yourself around the waist at the belly button. Oh my god! Because oh, so it's an over, not an under kilt. What? Yeah, I mean that you got you wear it like you know there over the roll, not under the roll. I mean, realistically, you could get away with either with this one, because I also bought a belt to go with it. Because I'm like a 42 under, but a 46 over. See, and that's the thing. You could get away with, you know, either or, because I did buy a belt with it. So, like, if I wanted to cinch the belt, you know, I could do so and put it under, you know, the gut. But, yeah, either way. You should have suspenders. No. (laughs) Mine fits well. And... When you get ready to go into it's got, battle, it's got some are you nice, going to turn around and move the nice, opponent? Nice spot, uh, pockets, you know? Like Braveheart. Exactly. No, it's exactly it. I want to psych out my opponent by lifting, this, lifting the kilt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Show them the sword you're going to stab him with. Mm. No. But anyway. <laughs> Here's my diggly bits. And, uh, Be afraid. But I need to get what it what, <laughs> Like a Spiron or whatever it is. I can't believe. For the front. You glossed over um, the dingly bit so quickly. I need to get a Spiron for the front because the front of it's just a little plain. Is that the little man purse with the frills on it? not a man purse. I mean, technically, I guess you can't store some items within it. (laughs) But it's it's the, like, kind of part that, you know. Some Scottish guy is going to kick the shit out of me after this podcast. Irish people wear kilts, too. Do they? Yeah. Which one are you? I'm Irish. You're Irish? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's why I like I'm looking St. Patrick's Day just went to a whole new level for me, like going forward, dude. Oh my god. Like, can you imagine me up at Top Shooters? Yes, with that's my the kill? problem I can. <laughs> this, yes, I can't this imagine. It's gonna that. be epic. I need to get a hat to go with it. I need to get a Sperron and I need to get a hat. Like one of those little like uh to- le- like a top hat? Uh, like, like a little like der- a leprechaun. A little derby kind of thing. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Get something you a like, leprechaun hat. Something like that. Yeah, I think that would be good. You're short enough. They may look for your pot of gold. I'm not that short. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Shorter than I am. What are you? Those records are sealed. How tall are you? Five eleven. I'm also five eleven, you son of a bitch. Why do you seem so much shorter? But I'm not. Anyway, I uh, I did procure a kilt. People are going to be looking for your lucky charms. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you the way. Oh anyway. my god! Oh my gosh! Well, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's that. Yeah, Nick and his man skirt. It's a kilt. It's a big difference. And Is you're there- right. You're right. You're going to have some Scottish and Irish people ready to kick your what ass. What is the difference? It skirt. It's like, this is made for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this image of you, like, at, you know, like World War II funerals playing the bagpipes now. Dude, I could easily dress this up for a funeral or a wedding or any sort of nice event. I swear to God, I could easily the first, the do first that. funeral and or wedding that you go to. I have to go and watch this go down. All right, all right, right here, right now. I'm going to tell you the next funeral or wedding that I have to go to. I will be rocking a kilt. Oh my God, I can't wait. I apologize in advance if it's your funeral if or whoever wedding. dies. Yes, <laughs> but if it's your funeral, you're not going to care. But 
but in all seriousness, next funeral or wedding that I go to, I will wear the kilt. Think about how awkward it's going to be when be you do like kilt. the limbo at the wedding. I don't do the limbo now, even in pants. But I'll say this. How low can but I'll say you this, go? I have how low no fears go? whatsoever of splitting the ass open on this versus a pair of pants. Well, obviously. Exactly. It takes so much out of the picture, Jeff. It just makes it so much easier. Oh, my God. The only thing that might be a little awkward is when I go to use the urinal and I have to lift it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm showing my ass to everybody in the men's room. So well, that just I can, lift like, the front. Well, yeah, but, like, you know, if you lift the front. You don't have to go Marilyn Monroe on lift, top of the heating yeah, duct. Yeah, but it only goes to just slightly at the knee. So, like, it's one of those things where, like, if you lift the front high enough to let the, you know, to to be able to pee... You're going to show at least some under cheek. Swear to God, if I walked in the bathroom and saw your bare ass at the urinal, <laughs> I'm just going to kick the shit out of you. Are you or are you going to be that much more intimidated? Like, this guy is totally not, willing to do this. No, you're, the sight of your bare ass is not intimidating to me. You don't know that. I'm pretty You've sure. You've never seen my bare ass. Oh, God, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'll say this, though. It's one of those things that the odds of me wearing this in public on a regular basis are slim to absolutely none. For because, good reason. Because I don't think I could handle the awkward stares and the cruel, uh, just soul-shattering jokes that are going to come Not unlike way. the last 10 minutes on the show? Yeah, this is different. Okay. I expect it from you. Okay. I'm grandfathered in. Mm. No, I have enough arsenal that I could easily start shooting back if I wanted to. Yeah, this could get bloody fast. Exactly. This is the episode where we go from playful banter <laughs> to hateful yelling. <laughs> oh, the big the big final throwdown. Exactly. And all of a sudden, one of us is looking for a new host. All the listeners knew it was eventually going to come to this point. Oh, that's why they've been listening up to now, just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. <clears throat> Let me slide the ashtray over here, will you? I, I can barely, oh. can't reach it. <coughs> Thank you. It's a filthy ashtray, but I'll take it. I mean, there's bottle caps and cellophane and... What is that? Is that like a... What is this thing? You've I was going to add like, sparklers. I was going to say, you've got what looks like a sparkler. Like <laughs> we just, just passed the 4th of July. Hanging out. Why do you still... We didn't just pass the 4th of July, Jeff. It was like nearly a week ago. Like four days. I'm just saying, it was nearly a week ago. Four days. No, she was out here playing with sparklers the other night. Mm. And that was the safest place to put it. I don't understand giving kids sparklers. Oh, I know. Let's review and reflect. No, we should, because I have sparkler-related injury stories. Before we do that, let's jump into the cigar real quick. Okay. What are you getting? Um, That's a good question. I will say, the draw on it is really smooth. It's kicking out a lot of smoke. Burn line's a little wonky. But uh, you do have the fan running, so yeah. I don't know if I want to blame the cigar or if I want to just say the fan maybe is creating a little bit of air. I don't think my burn line's wonky. Um, my ash is marbled up really nice. It's been smoking good. Have you done a uh, retrohale yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't even know what to call that. Well, there's a little pepper on it. Kind of earthy on the retro. Yeah. But a little pepper. Yeah. In terms of the actual cigar, though, um, boy, it's hard to pinpoint what I'm getting. I know, same I here. I won't lie. It's 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 not like oppressive, and it's not bad. It's not unpleasant. What's this listed? It's medium to full. It is listed medium to full. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'd say it's more medium. It's a medium. Yeah. It's at least a medium. Um, but you and I aren't even to the halfway point yet. So, like, realistically. I could easily see this building up in strength in the back half because this does seem like a heavier bodied cigar. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, so sparklers. Sparklers. So, yeah, you were talking about sparklers and why, you know, you're like, why do we even give them to kids to play with? They're welding rods. I have burnt myself twice on them. Yeah. Neither time, mind you, were they active and burning. It was after we did, yeah. after we used them and we set the spent one down. Yeah. One time I was policing them up and I grabbed the wrong end oh. and, and burnt my hand. And I'm pretty sure the same thing happened the second time. Yeah. 
They're dangerous. And that was as a kid, and I was just like, and and since then I've just been like, nah, I'm not screwing with those. Yeah, I think they're very, very dangerous. And mm-hmm. like I said, Addie, just, you know, she wants to play with them. And, I mean, I watch her really close, and Chris is like, oh, you're making too big a deal out of it. But they're welding rocks. Yeah, dude, it's back from back in the day when kids were able to play with, like, all kinds of dangerous shit, and nobody cared. Yeah. You know? But, you know, the sparklers don't have as much on them as they used to. Like, when I was a kid. Oh, they, yeah, they, no. They were when essentially I was a, a kid, welding rod, were, for sure. When I was a kid, yeah. sparklers were a thing. I have not seen a sparkler... A current day sparkler to to know like what the difference is. You know what? By God, I'm gonna we I'm gonna to, fix that right you now. Don't, you don't need to go. No, get I'm a gonna fix that. You need to see what they've done to our sparklers. They're still dangerous. Okay. Here, hold on. Talk amongst yourself. I was gonna say I'm by myself, Jeff. It's gonna be real hard for me to fill this time. Well, okay. Ooh, Jeff nearly just caught the dog's tail in the door when he shut the door there. I don't really know what to say. This is awkward. Jeff can say what he will about the fries. He ate the fries. He, he ate the fries. This was a lot easier when I had somebody else to talk to. Well, I don't want to do it. No. I'm- I literally... Jeff just handed me... Oh, my God. First of all, it's metal. I don't remember it being metal when I was a kid. Sparklers have always been metal. How do you think they stayed hot to burn you? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember it. Look how much thinner I, uh, it is, and how the it metal is thinner, thinner, and the 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 length of it is significantly shorter too. Yeah. I remember it being a lot longer. Yeah, they have. Well, that's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't know we were back to the kilt. It didn't put on weight, that's for sure. So I don't know no. what, what the difference is here. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna light this thing. Oh, are you really? I mean, I gotta see it in action, don't I? Don't let Addie see it. It's gonna put holes in your clothes. This close? No, you're fine. Really? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you played with a sparkler? Um, 30 years? I swear to God, you could you could weld with that. Boy, that look at that thing go. Yeah. It is significantly less um sparkly? Yes. Since I remember They've really toned them down. I was going to say it's it's but they're still hot AF. Toned down considerably. And boy, it burned quick. It's already done. Yeah. Yeah, that was lame. Yeah, they're not like they were when we were kids. No, that was lame. I mean, let's be real. It's a sparkler. It's always been kind of lame, but like... Snake, the- snakes and sparklers? Here's where you insert the clip. Oh, God. Well, I see you got them snakes and sparklers, but where's good stuff, man? Good stuff. This is the good stuff. Snakes and sparklers. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff to explode. Go boom. Why is that good? <laughs> you might, might as well ask, why is the tree good? Why is the sunset good? Why are boobs good? Man, firecrackers. You stick them in mailboxes. You drop them in toilets. You shove them up bullfrog's ass. I would never do that because I'm going to be a veterinarian. Well, there you go. Someone shoves an M80 up a bullfrog's butt, blows him to pieces. He comes back to you to fix it. You win twice, brother. It's good biz. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes? No spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Well, that might be your problem. It's not what you like. It's the consumer. I like the little, little <laughs> popper bags, the little... White, you'd throw them at people's feet. He's been going you know. broke on his tracking wages, so he had to open a, you know, fireworks stand. What? The clip you just put in. Oh. <laughs> it's one of my favorite clips ever. You know what it's from, don't you? No. How? You put it in. God, will you just move on? Joe Dirt. Tay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you share that every year. I share that every year. Facebook page on Fourth of July. Because all he sells is snakes and sparklers. Yep. 
<laughs> well, there's your problem. Anyway. So what else you had going on, brother? Oh, my gosh. Not a whole lot. This has been a busy week. You know, these weeks with uh, Monday holidays like this, what inevitably always ends up happening is I work on Monday and then Tuesday Because of our business, yeah. And then Tuesday's production day, newspaper production day, right? Yeah. Just like normal. Well, what ends up happening is all my advertisers and everybody takes off on Monday. Then they all call me for stuff on Tuesday when I'm doing my layout yep. stuff. So now I have to cram an entire work day's worth of stuff from Monday into Tuesday along with all the work on Tuesday. And it just creates for a really rough Havoc. Week. Havoc. It really does. I'm very tired. Okay. So we have a friend of ours, a mutual friend. Okay. And I think he told you about this too. We're not going to name him. Okay. He went on a date the other night. Oh, Jesus. Yes. He did. And and it was a miserable shit show of a date. From yes. What he said. Do you yeah. want to fill people in or you want me to? Why don't you go ahead? I think he told you first. So, so our friend. What Should we make a fake name? Or just say our friend? No, we'll just... We'll, we'll just stick with our friend. We'll just stick with our friend because, yeah, I mean, I don't want anybody thinking... Because, like... Names that are popping to mind are names of people that I'm friends with, so I don't <laughs> exactly. want anybody thinking that it was, you know, somebody else. But yeah, okay. it's uh, yeah, because so our buddy shows up on a date the other night, <laughs> and he gets there, and I guess I guess the young lady had been pre gaming. That's what he said. Yeah, so he walks in, and they met at a bar, which you know, whatever. But uh, apparently, she was annihilated. From what he described, yes, she was either drunk or high on something when he got there. Yeah, and it and did not go well from there. No, so it a lot of was it wine? Did he say? He told me that she drank um, like five glasses of wine that night just when he was there. Oh, so man. like realistically, like I, you know, Lord knows. And if she was already drunk when he got there. You know, Lord knows what she actually had to drink, but yeah. yeah. So she, I think, at some point looks at him and says, I, I, I can't drive home. So he ends up getting stuck driving her a half hour Which, the other direction. Let me tell you, he's a nicer guy than I am because if I would have shown up on a first date with somebody and they were drunk already... And you're leaving out some details, by the way. Like, she apparently was asking him all kinds of very probing questions about all kinds of stuff. Oh, he may have went into more detail with you than me. Yeah, but the point is, if I would have been in that situation, I mean, it would have taken all I had to consider driving her home. Realistically, it would have been, hey, call an Uber. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm a nice guy, but come on. I'm not. There's a line. Yeah. And, like, this woman crossed it with him, and... I, so, feel, I feel really bad for him, but at so the same time, it's a her home. great story. He drives her home, and they have to stop on the way at a liquor store and get more wine. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, He has to go in and buy the wine for her, yeah. correct? Yep. I think she did pay for it. but By the way, and the reason we're being super anonymous with this is because I don't think our friend that we're re- referencing le- listens to the show. I hope not. But friends of his do. Yes. And... While they may know the story, that's on our friend to tell them. It's not yes. on us to tell them. So we're keeping it super. So we, so we that, have to keep it kind of. That's why we never talk about Pinky's real name being. Because, Damn it! Oh, because <laughs> we try to you know keep her anonymity. Uh, you son of a bitch! Sorry. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> So anyway, so he drives her home, buys her a bottle of wine, and then she tries to get him to hang out. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, to his credit, he did not. He took off. Yes. Yeah, because that's, and I, you know. That, let's be real. That's a rape allegation waiting to happen well, exactly, is what that is. Exactly. You know? you know, so to his credit, he left and didn't, you know, didn't pr- uh-huh. proceed with anything. Uh-huh. Um, but then got a call. And I think had to go back and take her back to get her car yeah, the next day. He said the next morning he woke up to uh, to a phone call from her asking if he could take her back to her car <laughs> at the bar because she didn't know anybody. So he had in to the drive area. another half hour out of the way, go get her, and then bring her back. 
I haven't circled up with him to find out how that call went or yeah. that that ride. He called me as he was getting ready to oh, go pick to her up. Oh, it had to be uber awkward. And I'm thinking, like, this had to have been the worst ride ever. He said it was the worst date he's ever oh, had. He, okay. He did right, tell me right. that. You've talked to him I about haven't that. talked to him about the ride back, but okay. he said it was the worst date he's ever been on. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, you know what? That's a good thing. Maybe maybe this is something that the listeners can jump in on. I okay. just thought of this. Okay. Guys, we have some standing topics that you guys can address when you call the Ask the Boys hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. One of which being... Um, what cigar would you want to be if you knew you were going if you knew that that was the last cigar you were ever going to smoke before you died? What cigar would that be? Like it, your death cigar, for lack of a better description. What, yeah. What cigar would it be? That's been a standing. That's question been a standing for a question for a while. Um, we've had a few others, but I think this one ought to well, ought to slide in there, which is what's your worst date? Oh yes. What's what's your worst date story? Yes. If you've had a really bad date, and you know what? Even if you're married, you had to have had a bad date in the past. Oh, at or, some point. Or hell, maybe you've taken your wife out and shit just went really, really sideways yeah. even then. You know, I mean, you know, you're supposed to be dating as you're as you're married, you know. Exactly. You gotta you got you, the dating doesn't stop just because you get married. I take my ex wife on a date now and then. She gets bad when I call it a date. I was gonna say. <laughs> but anyway, but no. So yeah, guys, um, call in, share your share your your most wretched date story because uh, this could get fun. I I agree because honestly, I this was a fun hearing him. If we tell, could get him to come on and actually tell the story. Oh my god, hearing yeah. him tell the story, I was rolling laughing. I'm not laughing now because it's just not quite as funny with you and I retelling it like this. No, but like, but at the time, I was just dying laughing. Yeah, and. You know, oh, when he first told me, I just lost. It. Yeah, <laughs> I think she even tried to play darts. Yeah, they played darts. Oh, and like he's not a good dart player. Yeah, and he beat her. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, realistically, it was just an all-around train wreck of a date. Well, he knew some of the uh, some of the bartenders and waitresses. Well, we know where they went, but I'm not going to even. Yeah, go, I'm not, I'm not throw even going to throw yeah. that out there because realistically, I don't want. Uh, I don't want any any going to home in too close. Yeah, yeah, I would say I feel like that's homing in too close on somebody's story. Yeah, you know. And again, like I said, God, I hope he doesn't listen. I don't know he's if be pissed. I don't us. know if he listens. Well, we're not saying who he is, but I don't know if he listens. But I do know that he's got friends that listen, and I don't want his friends finding out about this. Yeah. Through us and, you know, it's like... Circling that, back. This is his story to tell. Exactly. Now, let's be real. If he told both of us... He's telling other he's people. He's probably yeah. told other people. I mean, dude, it's a freaking hell of a story. No, it, it's epic. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, I'm at about the halfway point of the cigar. And uh, I'll admit, my burn line has gotten a little uneven here. I got oh, yours has. The back half of my cigar, like the back... The back portion of my cigar is kind of, I, I hesitate to say canoeing because it's not that bad. If it wasn't a box like, press, it'd be a canoe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a little uneven here and uh, whatnot. But I'll say the draw on it is still amazing. The uh, flavor of it, by and large, is just kind of cigar, earthy cigar. Yeah. I get a little earthiness to it. Um but I'm not really getting anything like super I, specific. I hate to say this, and I must be smoking the cigar too fast. I'm getting that petrol taste again. You know, like sometimes you get that. It's almost that uh, ammonia taste <laughs> from the tobacco, <laughs> like if you smoke it too fast. <laughs> oh, my God. Retro help. Oh, uh, went wrong. Earthy and peppery. More earthy than peppery, though. Um yeah, I'm getting that petroly taste, that ammonia taste. Yeah, I'm wondering like how like you're what you're getting is the fermentation. Yeah, you know, and everything. So like, yeah, you're you need to. Well, God, yeah, you do need to slow it down. You're a little well. No, you're not, I'm, I'm, uh, no, we're you're almost not even. The, you're not as far along as I thought. Yeah, yeah, you're about as even with me. I so. think mine may have just had a little under fermented tobacco out of the gate, which would lead me to get that kerosene taste off of the uh, cold draw. Maybe. I don't know. I did not get that off of the cold draw at yeah. all, and I have not gotten that flavor off of this cigar, thankfully. I've never um, gotten that on a cold draw before. I mean, it, it was distinct. But, 
Yeah. I don't know. It's. I mean, look, it's not a bad cigar. It's just not... I don't know if it's one that I'm... It's not blowing your skirt up? Kilt. <laughs> not blowing my kilt up. And uh, it's not one that I'm necessarily going to circle back to on the regular. I mean, if somebody gave it to me, I wouldn't say no. Well, no. You never say no to a cigar. Uh, I don't know, man. I had one of my employees once. God love him. He bought me one of those big lunatics, I think it was. Mm. I smoked that some bitch. What was that? Was that an 8x80? That was a JFR lunatic 8x80. Yeah. And I did smoke it. It took about three days. I had to keep <laughs> circling back. There's a guy over at Riverman, Chris. Chris loves the gigantic ring gauge cigars. And you and I are still sitting on those 140 ring gauge cigars from Martinez. Yeah. How are we ever going to smoke that? I'm not. Uh, so what I'm thinking about doing, though, is um, bringing one of them over to Riverman when Chris is there. And maybe we can have Chris on the show oh. as he's like smoking the 140 ring gauge now you got something bazooka and he can kind of give us some some thoughts about this i mean granted it's going to be have to be like a fucking five hour long like t- telethon type show yeah. considering how big around this cigar we're is, gonna need but, a phone bank and know, people to call in and sponsor yeah, us exactly you know keep us on the air mm-hmm. but um we'll get them a tote bag but really <laughs> tote bag <laughs> but realistically um Maybe he, maybe a video of the three he, tenors or he something. He is the only guy that I know that would be willing to try that cigar. Like, he's the only one that I know. Now, we do have a guest that's reached out that wants to come on. We it's do. our man, Strong. Oh, that's true. We do yeah. need to circle up with Strong and uh, have him on. He's one of our old buddies over at from over at uh, the Hill, yep. the world-famous Hill Cigar Company. And Strong would like to come on. And we've been we've actually talked about having Strong on for a long time. We have. Strong's a good cat. He is. Works for Public Works, uh, City of St. Louis. He knows what it takes to keep St. Louis running. Yeah. I mean, and let me tell you, if you want an accurate weather report, mm-hmm. you just talk to Strong. Because, like, anytime everybody's like, oh, man, we're going to get so much snow, you know, you just ask Strong. He's like, we're not getting shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, like, no. And, he knows. And he's right. Yeah. He's right. Or when the weatherman's like downplaying something, he's like, nah, man, we're hooking up the plows. This is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, that's when you know, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting. It's I, I think it'll be fun. How would a city the size of St. Louis get rid of all that snowpack? That's, what, that's the question po- we need to ask him. I would think, and this is just me speculating, I would think that the city of St. Louis would dump it in the Mississippi. That or the River to Pair, maybe. The ditch to pair. The ditch to pair. The ditch yeah. To pair, yeah. Anybody in St. Louis knows what we're talking yeah, about there. It's the ditch to pair. There's there's the river to pair, and it's literally just a concrete like drainage ditch, and it's usually full of garbage and like drainage water. It's yeah, pretty gross. But um, the ditch to pair. The ditch to pair. But yeah. Um, no, we'll we'll yeah we'll circle out with strong because I need I know he was wanting to come on and everything. So I think it'd be fun. Oh, he's and you know what? He was there for your. Naming. I, he's responsible for he the Bishop of the Burn. He gave you your Burn. nickname. He and Larry are the yep. two guys that came up with the Bishop of the Burn. I saw Larry the other night over there. What? Yeah. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm like, Larry was in town and you didn't like well, he didn't. Him? He didn't tell you? You're lying to me. This band is cool. It is. It's two bands. Yeah, our buddy Larry moved out to California. Cal- California. Cali. Yeah, you were going to say. I didn't know this was two bands. Yeah. Well, I like the band. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I miss Larry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Strong and Larry gave Nick his nickname. Yeah, so we'll have to have Strong on uh, here soon just to, uh, you know, shoot the shit. Oh, no. He's a good cat, man. I can't wait. Oh, and he'll bust our balls. Mm hmm. Yep. Now we have another guy, one of our friends over at the Hill. That uh, is going to be coming on uh, hopefully sooner than later, but he's actually taken to rolling his own cigars. Yes, and he he's been not only rolling his own cigars, but he's been selling them and everything. So yeah, like yeah, like at I events mean, and whatnot. Yeah, so we want to get uh, Marv on yep. at some point too. Marvin Parnell. Marvin Parnell. Yeah. 
So we've been working with him trying to come up with a, a date and time to get together and record. Yep. So we got a got a few guests hanging, and we've got a ton. Yeah, and I was going to say from I've been swamped, TPE. but I have a stack of business cards at home of people that I have got to reach out to for TPE. But realistically, it started getting so close to PCA, which yeah. is what now now that uh, I did not want to uh, bug them all when they're getting ready to go back to Vegas. Do you for that show feel a little left out that we missed? I do feel PCA. left out that we miss PCA because it seems like the cigar world is kind of converged on Vegas yet again. Realistically, though, with TPE being in mid-May, it was just completely unfeasible for you and I to make it out there again two months later. Well, Garofalo put a Facebook post up. It's 117 degrees in and Vegas therein this week. lies the other problem. And to be honest, that's why PCA needs to seriously consider moving their location out of Vegas to somewhere else that is less surface of the sun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like guys or, or at the very least doing it at a different time of year. Yeah. You know, doing it in July. It's just brutal. Yeah. It's absolutely brutal. Agreed. Um, So if you're going to do it in July, maybe consider going somewhere a little Denver. cooler. Uh, Denver can Seattle. get warm. Oh, God, I hate Seattle. Ontario? Um, Anchorage? You're not going to want to do Ontario. That's up in Canada, for God's sakes. And Anchorage. For, uh, oh, yeah. Canada's not a cigar-friendly country. And you know, can- and then Anchorage is Alaska, for God's sakes. Hell, Chicago. You just don't want to do it over a weekend, because that's when the deaths Well, the bigger problem with Chicago is going to be whether or not you're going to be allowed to use uh, or allowed to smoke indoors. True. That's the thing. You got to. There's a lot of considerations that have to go into a, sh- a show like that. Specifically, where can you go that you're going to be allowed to smoke indoors? I think the Indianapolis is, idea is the I way to go. I think so too. I remember distinctly back when um, the big Ford pulled out, and there was some talk about moving around and shifting around and everything. You know, there was some talk of Indianapolis and talking about how um, the uh, the Indianapolis football stadium there uh lucas oil yep you know they would open up the dome and or the roof and uh you know they could have the the show on the the field and and do all that which well, i think would be amazing it would be a boom for the lounges and stuff in and around well, indy and think of it this way too it would be great for no other reason than it's the center of the country now all these East Coast guys, they have a couple hour flight yep. to Indianapolis. The West Coast guys have a couple hour flight to yep. Indianapolis. You know, the Florida guys have a couple hour flight to Indianapolis. You don't have this location that's so far to the west that the East Coast guys have like, you know, a what? Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like a five hour flight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, hell, it's three hours to Vegas from St. Louis. Yeah. So you got to figure it's probably a five-hour flight, you if, know, if not longer from for Garofalo, for yeah. example. And you know, coming from Miami to Vegas, you know, that's a long flight. Yep. So I don't know. Putting it more mid, you know, the other option. I think they've had it in New Orleans in the past. Oh, really? Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, humidity this time of year might be a bit of a thing down there. But you know, realistically, New Orleans. Why Or- does it have to be July? I don't know. I will say with. TPE kind of staking out January now. Um, they don't. I I think the the best they can do is keep it away from TPE. Split yeah. split the year. And if TPE staked out January, I think July is kind of like the the place, you know. But if I don't know go, if you're gonna do the summer, go somewhere that's tolerable in the summer. Mm-hmm. Which where's that? San Diego, the Twin Cities. <laughs> no, maybe the Twin Cities. What are you talking about? No, San Diego's gorgeous. Is it this time of year? For I, guys, if anybody from San Diego is listening to this, call the Ask the Boys hotline and, and confirm this. I've always been told that if you want to find the place in the United States that is just gorgeous all year long, you know, just wonderful temperatures all year long, I was always told San Diego's the place. Hmm. I don't know that to be true. I've heard it's you can named, always look on your phone right now and see what the temperature in San Diego is. I've right heard now. in translation it means whale's vagina. Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. Hmm. No, there's no way that's correct. 
I'm sorry, I was trying to impress you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think anyone knows what it means anymore. Scholars maintain that the translation was lost hundreds of years ago. It, doesn't it mean Saint Diego? No. No. No, that's, that's what it means. <laughs> really. Well, agree to disagree. I don't think that's accurate. San Diego. You're not going to look at what the temperature in San Diego is right now, are you're you? You're going to have to plug in that quote from Anchorman right no, there. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Anyway. You know so you're going to. Look at the damn temperature. Where? You have to have a weather app to where you can see what it is in San Diego right now. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I don't have San Diego in. I'm sure you can look it up. I'm trying to figure out how. How do I do that? New Orleans is 90. Tampa's 88 right now. Key West is 90. Indianapolis is 79. Why I have those in my phone and not San Diego, I don't know. So currently, I, I looked it up because Jeff couldn't pull this off. Currently in San Diego, currently in San Diego, it is 75 degrees and a 64% really? humidity. Yep. I had no idea. I San would Diego, think San Diego would be hot. No, from what I... Dude, San Diego, I'm looking... Friday 77, Saturday 79, Sunday 75, Monday 75. Dude, it's mid-70s, like all the way up through the 22nd. Holy crap. Out in San Diego. I have been told San Diego is like the pinnacle weather of the country. I was unaware. So there you go. I had no idea. I've never been to Cali. I haven't either. We need to get out there to see Max. Oh, in the worst way. Yeah. But, um, but realistically, though, San Diego, from what I'm told, is really nice. Oh, there you go. Well, there's a good spot. There you go. I'm actually headed to Denver in September. For what? My cousin's wedding. Oh, well, there you go. He's doing a destination wedding <gasps> in Co Colorado. Can I be your plus one? I'll wear the, t uh, the kilt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am not going with you as a date to my cousin's wedding. I'm not saying a date. People already question our friendship the way it is. This is true. <laughs> so, anyway. But you could go out there. And just hang out and go see your buddy that lives there. I could. I don't know. It depends on when it is in September. I was debating September. on driving, but hell, it's a long drive. It is a long drive. It depends on when it is in September. That's the only thing. But anyway. Uh, around the 15th, which I think is like a Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So I'm, I'm headed out to uh, Colorado. My first time. Okay. I hear they have marijuana there. Oh, God. Jeff's going to be high as a kite the whole trip. I can get it here in Illinois. I just don't. <laughs> Guess what? Well, that means it's time for three cigars that we're smoking and enjoying this week. And uh, Jeff, are you? Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Why don't you go ahead and go first if you're ready? I fired up a Perdomo Lot 23. Oh, oh it's always one of the go tos. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. but I fired that sucker up earlier this week, and you know, the thing I like about it, it's a good. Inexpensive cigar, but a good quality cigar. Okay. And I always go with the uh, the golden brown. There's like a reddish band, but it's got a little different tobacco mix in it. And I, I like the the golden brown. Okay. Yeah. All right. On the band. So my first one is, uh, you know, actually, if you guys have paid any attention to my Instagram for the last week or so, you're going to know all these because um, I think all of them came uh, happened on the 4th of July. So my first one is the American by J.C. Newman. Oh, okay. I fired up. Uh, I I got out my box of Americans that did I bought. You do that for the fourth. I did. I I got that. I'm um, proud down, to be an American down, down in Tampa. Or um, at least I used to be free. Anyway, got that <laughs> down in Tampa when I was uh, down there in November, and I've been slowly but steadily parsing out those uh, those Americans. You have, and you've, and you've been really good about that. I have. Well, dude, I don't know when I'm going to get back down there to have another one. I know. One. So, Hopefully this year yet. I want to go back to Tampa. I would like to get back to way. Tampa in the worst way. Why don't they have the PCA in Tampa or Miami? Because Tampa and Miami this time of year are balls hot as well. It's true, but man, it'd be it'd be a fun time down there for a It cigar would make it event. a lot easier for some of these companies because um, it'd be right in their backyard. Amen. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, my first one was the American by J.C. Newman. Next up, I have the Esteban Carrera Connecticut. Oh. It was really good. You that was a tasty little you stick. You had that on the fourth, too, I, I think. Did. I did. Yeah. Like. It was a tasty little stick. Okay. Yep. Nice, nice even burn line. 
good construction. Really enjoyed it. So my second one was uh, also a Perdomo. Although my Perdomo was the Perdomo Firecracker from 2020, courtesy ah. of uh, Two Guys Cigars. You also had that on the fourth. I did. I watched you I smoke that I bought a box here. of that when that was released uh, the first time. So this is out of the first batch of Perdomo Firecrackers. And uh, I have been very good about parsing that cigar out. Very limited as well. I think I probably have... I think I've only maybe... Well, let's see. You and I smoked them on the show, so that's two. I've had this one, and then I gave one to Dan Ponder. So I think I'm maybe four or five cigars out of that whole box. Yeah. Like down. Wow. So I still have somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 16 cigars out of that box. My last stick was a nice Connecticut brick house. Oh, I had, you know, I, I, did. I even shout out to uh, the band burners here. I even burned my band. You did. Yep. Um, I did not, I had that, uh, Ciento Porciento brick house. Uh, the other mm, week, and that was really good. good. cigar. Again, another box that I bought down in Tampa yep. that I've been slowly parsing out and everything. However, my last cigar that I had this week that I really enjoyed is I want to give a shout-out to the folks over at Long Ash Cigars in Tampa. Um, I had uh, one of their cigars. You still had some of those? I had one left. No, I had two left, and I had one of those uh, on the 4th of July as my last cigar of the day on the 4th because I figured, you know, it was nice to commemorate the little mom-and-pop cigar shops, mm-hmm. you know, making their way with the, Ameri- in the world today. In, in, with the American dream here yeah. in the States, you know, and everything. Yeah. Takes so. everything they've got. It, okay. Every, people in the audience got that. I, I get it. I'm just like, what you know, are you, why? why does this have to do with anything? Look, if you can't take me as a friend singing a song that references anything that you've just said, then we can't be friends. Anyway. Yeah, because that's kind of what I do. It's kind of my thing. So, yeah. So, what was your... Oh, your third was that brick house. Yeah. Okay. I've done my three. I've done my three. I've done my bit for God and Country. So, why don't we hear from uh, our man Broccoli Rob Brock. for Final Third Friday? He's going to be here next week. He is. I'm excited. I'm. I'm we're going to have Broccoli Rob in St. Louis next week. So yeah. It'll be a good times. time. So... So yeah, so here's our man Broccoli Rob with Final Third Friday. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man Broccoli Rob. Happy Friday, my friends. This is your man Brock enjoying this warm weather here in central Indiana while smoking the Stayone Negro Maduro for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The Negro Maduro is a medium to full body Nicaraguan Puro Today I'm smoking the 5x52 Box Press Robusto. This cigar is part of the Cowboy series by Stione. The presentation from the box to the band draw your eye directly to it when you're in the humidor. The appearance is nice, but the wrapper and construction is a little bit sloppy. The wrapper had several folds in it and the cap was not well adhered to the cigar. But after the cut, it was all uphill from here. The cold draw gave me notes of hay and sweet tobacco. Upon light up, the first flavors I got were leather, earth, citrus zest, and wood with pepper lingering on the tongue and through the retrohale. This first third had a really nice start. The second third continues to impress with leather, wood, nut, citrus zest, coffee, and really nice chocolate and pepper lingering on the tongue with that chocolate even more present in the retrohale. Nice transitions throughout this cigar make this a really enjoyable smoke. The final third offers notes of leather, coffee, nut, citrus zest, baking spices, chocolate with pepper on the tongue, and that chocolate continuing through the retrohale. Really nice retrohale on this cigar. This cigar produced tons of smoke and a really nice burn line that only had one small touch up at the end. A nice solid gray ash formed and only fell in thirds. An absolutely perfect draw on this cigar throughout. I've really been enjoying all of the Stione cigars that we offer at the Smoke Pit in Greenwood. Another great new boutique brand for us all to try and I believe anyone can find cigars in their lineup that they would truly enjoy. You can find them at StayoneCigars.com and that's spelled Stallone with two L's. If you'd like to connect on the socials, you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar, and also check out my website, FinalThirdCigar.com, for full reviews of cigars and other cigar-related content. 
Also, if you find yourself in St. Louis on Saturday, July the 17th, stop by the Riverman Cigar Company. Would love to meet you guys and hang out with me, Jeff, Nick, Dan, Cindy, and all the crew there at the Riverman Cigar Company. Have a great week, and remember to relax, stay smoky, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the rock. Until next week, cheers. I haven't had a Stallone cigar. I haven't either. Um, I They were out at TPE. However, when you and I tried to go by their booth, they were like swamped. Yeah. And we, we weren't able to circle up and talk to them. Yeah. But uh, that happened a few times. It did. We didn't want to get in the way of people doing business. No, I, that's exactly it. They're there to do business and do sales. And so it was one of those things where, you know, we kind of tried our best. But realistically, if we couldn't circle up with somebody, we couldn't circle up with them. Yeah. But yeah, so no, I have not had a Stallone, but it sounded good. I'll have to try it. There you go. So, yeah. So back to the uh, Nacho Libre. Nika, Nika Libre, uh, Sun Grown. <laughs> what, what are you getting? It's it's not bad. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know if this is a cigar, cigar I'd seek out and smoke again. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. Um, it's uh, the earthy flavor is really strong on it, in my opinion. Um, See, you're getting earthy. I'm still getting that tinge of. Like ammonia. I don't know what your deal is. I'm not yeah. getting that at all. Now, I've had that from the get go. Getting this cigar. a little bit, uh, just a smidge of pepper on the actual smoking experience. Now that I'm down to, um, I guess I'm entering into the final third of this cigar. Yeah, I'm right there with um, you. You know, and and so there's a little bit of pepper that uh, is creeping in on it. It's, I mean, but dude, the draw on it's been great. The smoke production's been great. My burn line has. For the most part, evened out, leveled yeah. out and yeah. evened out. Um, I never had a burn line issue at all. I will say I don't know the point of making this a box press. Um, Again, maybe it's just to meld those flavors. Maybe, but, but like, I, I don't know. Realistically, it, it you know. And we, we've done that on the show before. We've done a box press versus a non-box press. We have. And it did change up the complexity of the cigar. It did. But, I, you know, I don't know. All in all, it's not a bad cigar. It's just not. It's not a. St- it's not a standout. Yeah. It's one that. Look, you know, is it serviceable? Yeah. Is it enjoyable? I mean, it's a cigar, but is it one that I'm gonna like seek out and, uh, you know, make part of my regular rotation? No, probably yeah. not. Well, and that's the beauty of my monthly cigars. It is, is you get to try different things, see what you like, see what you don't like. It is. And Nick, I think it's an app. Apropos time to say, what is My Monthly Cigars? So My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can have a box of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a variety of sizes. You can get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. Or you can do like Jeff and I and get the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. And the difference being the um, eight cigars in the El Presidente, uh, it's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. So in our case, it's good for us because... We can, you know, split them and uh, talk about them like this. And you can do the same with, like, you know, family member or friend or something like that. And if you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. Get you free shipping on your first box. Or it gets you uh, 20% off any of the items in the online store over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com where they've got cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff. Goodies and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. And you can rack up Ash Cash points and get some... Uh, get some uh, discounts and and you know free stuff that way and then uh make sure you swing on over by uh fuckinggoodcoffee.com and uh get some fucking good coffee to accompany your my monthly cigars yes 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 you're wincing over there buddy what'd you do cramping cramping yeah oh is the wendy's working its way through apparently oh okay <laughs> well we don't want uh we don't want Just any wider contraction. We don't want any. Oh God! <laughs> don't want any explosions here on the pulpit. No, that would be a whole different you type. Have to of hose show. down the deck. Oh God! <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Anyway, 
So how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. You know it's my page. We're also on Facebook with the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group. And uh, I like that group. It's been going really well. It Everybody, has been. everybody is so nice there, sharing Boy, cigars and they called us out. They did. Yeah, on yeah. on the uh, was, screening the Ask the Boys questions. There was an unofficial poll going about the screening of the Ask the Boys questions, and uh, I think to a person, everybody said not to do that. Yeah. So I think I think we got uh, vetoed on that one. Yeah. I mean, they Adam protocol to us. Let's be real; you and I have the ultimate veto. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I do think uh, I do think they 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 spoke very loudly. You also got called out on the socials for editing the uh, Corey. Yeah, interview. that was that was going to happen. Yeah, there was no way around that. No, and I will. And and guys, as much as I want to give him grief for it, it he had to. Mm-hmm. He had to. Mm-hmm. We'll explain at some point. Yeah, at some point. And we may even put out the whole interview at some point. Maybe. Too soon. It's just a little fresh right now. Too soon. And, uh, Too soon. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was cringy. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I bet it was. Corey. It made me very happy. God love Corey. He's a, he's a fantastic guy. Corey has no filter. But he has no filter, and he went places that he just could not go. And, no fucks um, were given. And so it just, it needed... But how? It desperately how in the world needed to be. You were edited. able to unravel that. I will never understand, and I'm. It, it's impressive because guys, you don't know how interspersed all that was in the interview. It was difficult. I bet it was the challenge of a lifetime. I bet it was, and you rose to the occasion. I tried. Oh my tried. god. People also need to call the Ask the Boys hotline. I was going to say, we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and CigarPulpit.com. And guys, get your questions in for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And, um, you know, because we need questions. I think right now, here, let's let's let, let's give an update here. Okay. Because I do accumulate these throughout the week. Looks like as of right now, I'm sitting on two calls for Tuesday. Uh-oh. Now, guys... We got to take that up a notch. That's just embarrassing. Those are rookie numbers. That's just embarrassing. Yeah. If you want that segment to happen, you need to you need to get some calls in. So guys, get your calls in to the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. And remember, we want to hear those first dates or we the do. bad dates. I was going to say we want to hear the bad dates. We want to hear the stories of the bad dates and uh, you know, and then we also want to you know, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, it can be about cigars, it can be about pretty much anything life and oh 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 we also want to hear about how you got into your profession because if you remember what was it a couple of weeks back yes listener chris called in and he even gave us an update he did yeah and but listener chris called in and he has uh a little bit of time left in the army and then he's going to have to go out and, and he's doing and, aircraft maintenance i think helicopters yeah, and yeah, whatnot. And, yeah but but the point is He's got a little bit of time left in the army, and then he has to, uh, you know, join the world. And it's one of those things that he's trying to determine what he wants to do with his life, yep. av- you know, post army career. And so, you know, he's looking for for people to share their stories of how they decided to do what they do. So, you know, may you know when you call in, give us your bad date stories, and then tell us how did you get into your job? Yeah, like do you. Assuming you like your job. If you like your job, maybe tell us how you got into it. If you don't like your job, well, maybe you need to figure out a way to get out of your job. But, yes. you know, that's a whole different conversation. It's a whole thing. Yep. The wind has picked up, Jeff. It is. We may have some weather blowing I'm in. I'm telling you, I think those storms may be rolling in. I will say, though, here. it feels good. Oh, it feels wonderful. Yeah. That's been the problem with the weather. I don't know how everybody else has been around the country, but it's been hot and really humid, but it's been so still. There has been no wind. Yeah. And the lack of wind has made it feel so hot. Yeah. So I like the wind. Yeah. It's it's actually nice and breezy out here right now. It'd be really nice with my kilt. Oh, God. Free and breezy. I, I think we have to have a no-kilt protocol, at least here on the uh, deck. If you want to wear it to top shoot, really? knock yourself out. Really? You hanging out in your boxer shorts, warning me about lefty popping out, <laughs> you're going to tell me that there's a no-kilt protocol a no kilt protocol i have more coverage in my kilt than you do in those boxers yeah but i sit across the table from you and 
It's a glass table. I can very easily tuck the kilt down. Oh, God. Just saying. Ugh. Like I said, dude, those boxer shorts offer very little coverage, whereas the kilt, plenty. <laughs> plenty of coverage. So you bend over to pick something up. God. You're not going to see my ass. Do you remember that on The Simpsons? When groundskeeper Willie would wear the kilt and bend over? It only happens (laughs) if there's a breeze, but if there's no breeze, then it's no big deal. Oh, you're doing the Marilyn Monroe in your kilt? Just saying. Second time I referenced that today. Just saying. It it only is going to happen if there's a really good breeze. And to be honest, this fabric is fairly heavy. This is not like a a sundress (laughs) or anything like that, dude. This is like... This is like a thick fabric here. We we flowery gilt. This is not going to just like, it's going to take a hurricane to be blowing for this thing to be blowing up. Have you heard of the controversy? Apparently they made this ginormous Marilyn Monroe statue somewhere in front of like a library. Yeah. And people are all offended because you could look up and see her underwear in the, you know, from behind it. Oh my God, people are just, they got too much time on their hands. I know. I know. I mean, for the love of God, it's Marilyn Monroe. The whole rest of the world isn't nearly as bent out of shape about sex as the United States, and yet we're trying to censor a statue of Marilyn Monroe's underwear. Yeah. I just, well, I'm assuming you know, they put underwear under the statue. I haven't gone and looked at it. Well, I can't I imagine that you can go up and see like a statue of her vagina or anything <laughs> like that. Now I'm you're just, talking. I'm assuming there's some sort of undergarment. I'm sure the Kennedys could have drawn maybe, a topographical maybe, map. Maybe. God. Maybe she's like you I'm pretty know, sure they killed like her a too. Barbie doll. You know, it's pretty just sure they had her like killed. Just smooth. I've know? been listening to uh, Coast to Coast. They've been talking about that a lot lately. Yeah. You know what? You're right. We were. I was listening to that on the way home uh-huh. the other day when you and I were out late, and uh, when we picked up your papers. Yes, yep. that's right. And I was listening to the end of that, and you're right. They were talking about the Kennedys. Uh, you know, killing Marilyn Monroe. Allegedly, there was, a, there was a book. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, I don't. I don't think it was also did. talking about a journalist that was killed over it, like after the fact. Yeah, I've heard of her, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember her name now off the top of my head. I don't think I can recall it. Mm. But yeah, it was it definitely interesting. Yeah. Well, Jeff, you just finished your Nika Libre. I, I did. Also, just set mine down. Final thoughts on the Nika Libre. Um. Pepper ramped up in the very end. Like it did. When I got it, down uh, to like the 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 butt, you know, the uh, the pepper definitely ramped up. I've got the tinglys in the mouth from yeah. it and everything. It, it wasn't my thing. It was all right. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a me cigar. Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't one that, like I said, I'm probably going to go seek out, you know, again. But realistically, it wasn't bad. It was. Uh, it was all right. There you go. It's not a ringing endorsement. Nah, you know what? Sometimes C's get degrees. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So. What do you call a doctor that finishes last in his class? Doctor. Doctor. Anyway. Well, Jeff, anything else for the good of the cause? I'm golden, baby. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.